1: Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. We are going to talk about Sunderland's 1-1 draw at Hull and uh, also just have a little bit of a look back at at previous fixture. Fixture? Festive fixtures. (laughs) That's a bit of a tongue tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And just why not? Just to fill the time because it's Christmas and we normally bring you a a Christmas quiz of some sort. Um, but We haven't done that this year. Um, which is a shame because we've had some classics over the year, none more so than when Chris Witherspoon thought uh, Ali McCoy was Scotland's manager in the mm-hmm. 1998 World Cup, which is uh, a classic, Why is a wise say, Christmas classic. <laughs> like 31-year-old Ali McCoy at the time or whatever he was. Den- right.
2: Den- lots of like a Dennis Norden Christmas special, um, <laughs> It'll, be all- was it? It'll Be All Right in the Night, is that was what mm, it was called that he used yeah. to do where he'd... Uh do all the bits that would be on there
1: mm. yeah it was great one for the ages so we'll uh, I mean there's only so long you can really talk about Hull 1 Sunderland 1 um, so we'll, we'll do that first you heard Gareth there um, joining myself Stephen Goldsmith as well uh, we have Eleanor with us this evening
0: <coughs> hi Stephen you good right?
1: evening yes and you were at the match so you are going to offer all of the insight um yeah. <laughs> John 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 Lambert's with us were you that were you actually at the match John as well
3: No I wasn't unfortunately I had to work which was a shame because I haven't been to Hull before so it's um, oh, really, really a nice one to go to but
2: You've never Could been you... to Hull generally you mean or just i've know, been, been to Hull yeah. I've
3: been to Hull but um I've uh, never been to the grand See how I, I was
1: automatically thinking there well why would you go to Hull unless it was for the I market? went
0: to uni in Hull oh, so well. I was there oh, for no. 3 years
3: I had a little bit of work to do there as not I've, I've I've worked worked tourist. In
1: Hull before. I've actually worked in Hull before as well, so there you go. So there's played, lots of reasons why people would put Played a few have... gigs
2: in Hull, yeah. There
1: you go. We've all just found about topic... 10 different reasons so why you would go to Hull apart from football.
2: Topically, I'd played a gig with um, Neville Staples there once. So obviously with um, Terry dying, so RIP to him. But yeah, played a gig there with Neville Staples specials once. So that was a Very thing sad that happened. Day. Yeah, what a legend he was. But there you go. I mean it's nothing to do with Sunderland, like, but you know, just thought you know.
1: No, well there it's you yeah, go.
2: topical. You know. Topical. We we have got half an hour to fill, so
1: we always drop in these yeah, yeah. How was your here?
2: um was your uh, optician's appointment, Stephen?
1: Um yeah, it's a really dull answer if you want it. My eyesight's quite good, so I wasn't expecting oh, no. uh, much. Um <laughs> I, I I got a couple of years ago, they give they give us an optional prescription of driving in the dark for driving in the dark. If I want glasses for driving in the dark, I'm going to have them. Have they got that doesn't feel something. like
0: something that should be optional. Like either you need <laughs> glasses for driving in the dark or you don't. They, they, yeah. they,
1: they didn't really seem that concerned about it. They were, you know, they said, yes, you, you know, you, your I, they're fading a little bit. So, but like in terms of like, um, from a long sighted point of view, but there was still, still for somebody, my age is a very good They said So I,
2: it's a Bit disappointing, really. I was hoping. Well, that you're hoping I was right. gonna come back blind, like no. I just wanted you to have glasses so you could potentially be bald with glasses on. I your, would not. Suit glasses. Head, uh, you, would you can really see
1: enjoy. why they're giving you an optional prescription and you can see which option I'm leaning towards. Um, <laughs> get a prescription
2: so windscreen instead for the we'll night. For night. Yeah.
1: We'll see. I don't know. I do get tired when I'm well, it you, night, well night, you will so. see.
2: Yeah, you will see. Mm,
1: yeah, literally. Yeah, what a bore. Um, I, I
2: was doing that just because I wanted to mention that. Um, you might. Have black, be bald with glasses on your head, um, and that was all I wanted to bring it up for. Um, I'm disappointed that that's not happening. I
1: think, do you think I would have brought it to people's attention by now?
2: What? Like, if I was suddenly had a
1: wear stock wearing glasses up, it's probably should not just dropped into attention. the group chat casually, yeah. Well no, no I've done a tweet about it or anything, but you know I dropped it in <laughs> That's a, it. a tweet to be like sixty followers or whatever it is I've got now.
2: Like a corner Why flag.
0: podcast statement, yeah, 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 with a corner flag, yeah. but
2: it's a, a Specsavers <laughs> yeah. flag on the on the corner a flag. Slightly yeah.
0: blurry corner flag, yeah, just to yeah. really like bring out Just
1: home. to reassure people that it'll be business as usual. <laughs> um yeah, well, we are putting off talking about Hull, and why wouldn't you? Um, or can I just say, uh, I don't know if you wandered around the ground before the game, Eleanor, but um, could you confirm and deny that is in fact a statue of Rich Carter outside of Hull's ground, as um, I previously I, claimed?
0: I will not be able to confirm or deny that. Um, we did not wander around, uh, and we got very much shepherded to the away end, and then we had to go through a car park to get out, so didn't really get to see any of the stadium. Um, it was very much, yeah. So no. so I, I have no idea I, is the answer. I, I was sorry.
1: fully convinced, but obviously I had the uh, the nightmare um, of a Lazi memory, which was completely incorrect and embarrassing. <laughs> so uh, it just makes well, you question yourself.
2: You say that's so embarrassing. I, if,
1: anybody, if anybody wants to tweet us and just confirm that a whole have... A Statue of Rach Carter outside there, ground.
2: I, I was uh, driving down the A19, Steve, and uh, listening to that podcast shouting Kizanishfully, Kizanishfully. Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> if anybody was driving past me at the time, they might have been going, What's wrong with him? So I was, it's Kizanishfully. I was just doing that.
3: <laughs> well,
1: it's good. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's good memory on your part. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was,
2: yeah, he was a defender or something, wasn't he?
1: He was like a defensive midfielder, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, like a spoiler yeah, kind. Yeah, he wasn't very, very <laughs> yeah, good. He did yeah.
2: certainly spoil the game.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. And then he was like the opposite of, of King Clotsy. Yeah. I just yeah. got, the, got the the wrong person when I was trying to reference him. Happens.
0: Speaking of Raish Carter, though, I would very much like to know who, considering it was a 1-1 draw, ended up winning the Raish Carter Cup that I don't know whether anyone had ever heard of before. I was going to say, I didn't even, know that,
1: didn't even know that was a thing.
0: <laughs> the club were tweeting about it. Like, it's it's similar to, I think, don't um, Derby and Forrest play talk. for like the Clough Cup, oh, whenever, whenever the they like... Whenever they play each other, and we, we apparently have the Raish Carter trophy right, well, with Hull. But that
1: in itself, surely is enough evidence to suggest there is a statue <laughs> of Rachel Carter outside because otherwise, where would have I got that from? Because I didn't know anything about the Rachel Carter Cup, so that's uh enough evidence for me
0: to see the say. road in Hull called Raish Carter Way.
1: Yes, the is leading up the ground, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Got, it's got to be there, then, hasn't it? No. Right, and, 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 the, and
2: they sing wise men say before kick-off as well. They do. I don't know if that
0: has anything to do with, but,
2: yeah. I'm just saying, generally, it's weird. And they're in the northeast, apparently. So (laughs) even though it's like four hours away. Yeah, terrible, um, terrible business.
0: And some of the letters that are in Hull are also in Sunderland, which surely, therefore, must mean that there's some... (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's basically the same place. That's what we've discovered. It was a local derby, really. Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm. There you go. Thank
1: well, I mean, there's not lot, you know, lords to uh, to go on about really, is there? Um,
2: not loads to go on about
1: <laughs> in terms of in terms of the game. I don't think it's just a couple of couple of main talking points and and move on from that really. I want to get straight into the debate about uh, whether it was a red card or not actually, because um, I'm I'm kind of hoping. We'll see what John and Eleanor say, because I know that in our group, Chad Gareth, it was actually, I actually agreed with you, where everybody else disagreed with you. So I was thinking straight away, well, that doesn't make for a good debate uh, on the podcast. We are the two in the minority it seems. So, uh, John, red card for you or not?
3: I don't think it was, but he obviously gave the referee a decision to make, and that was the problem. And where the ref was standing, was he was kind of on the blind side. Um, and what didn't help was um, the player that was fouled. You know, got a slight kind of graze across his arm and lost the use of his legs and his head, and he was just rolling around. And it was just like, don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm pretty convinced our players would have done exactly the same, um, but it's it's one of them. I'm not sure that that was necessarily the right thing to do. I don't think the ref necessarily saw enough of the tackle to to. Send him off. I think he was probably conned by the player. Yeah, but you'll find that if it had gone to VAR, it probably would have remained a red card. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the the, the unfortunate. That's the way. That's the the kind of scale that you kind of judge red cards on. Now you go back to the kind of would VAR give it, and they probably would have, which is unfortunate. And I know that Embleton occasionally does daft things, but he's not necessarily a a player with aggression or violent intent and sometimes I think that may have been lost in modern referees when they look at actually what what a player is actually, what his intentions are. I mean, the ball just got away from it. It bounced higher than it needed to. I think but. that
1: was his problem that he's not that kind of player because I've heard a couple yeah. of people mention and say it was a couch tackle, which it's hard to know how to interpret that because often the context of a couch tackle in inverted commas in football is when actually somebody goes in and try and injure the other player. because it's, it's cynical, a, but, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but I, 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 you know, I don't think it was that. I think if you're going to be Another way of looking at being called a coward is if you bottle something, and I think that's probably closer to to what he did. I don't think he tried to hurt the player. I just think he thought, oh, I don't fancy this and just kind of pulled his leg up. I think the, I think the, bottle, I think the whole player bottled the challenge. Yeah, we well, turned his back did. on him the whole yeah. player. Yeah. They yeah. both he, did. Yeah. The boy was quite yeah. comical in a way. They both chickened out of the tackle completely, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody else now grouped group had disagreed with you. And you, know, you actually got uh, the white went in quite heavy on you, Gareth. I didn't see it all on the next day yeah. Um, yeah. by calling you a moron, stupid. So, um, you know, included in that was... Um, mm. With some people who well and I know as well, so be interested in uh, on uh, get get her opinion on it. So,
0: someone who I did actually like in the ground <laughs> when I, I I looked up I looked it up onto it because where we were sat, we were sat. F- in that corner, we were like behind Embleton, so we actually couldn't see how high his leg was. We just saw his back going, like going into him, and we were like, "What on earth?" But the ref got his red card out immediately. So we were like, "If we missed something massive," um, so I went on Twitter, obviously, like found. Um, the like video where the of sensible is... people, of course, go. Yes, <laughs> found the video of it. Was looking back at it, and I was like, I don't think that's a red card. And I'm I'm pretty sure the person you were referencing um <laughs> d- did end up we we did end up arguing, and not talking for a good two three minutes of the game um over the fact that I don't think it was a red card. He was very convinced and was actually using the group chat to back up what he was. He was wow. like, well, everyone in the group chat saying it wow. as well, so therefore it must be who, true. Who who
2: was saying it in the group chat? <laughs> Your keylings of this world.
0: Your weather spoons of this world as well, I think. Which was, again, was, really, yeah. are these people you want to have supporting your point of view? Which I think might have been a point that I made at some point. Yeah. Um, but I, I can I can argue that it, it should have been a red if that's going to make this more interesting. Yeah, I think what you what did just rather,
1: I, I, again, you know, for the second thing on the podcast already, that's conclusive enough. In fact, what I think
2: you should do yeah. Amber, is, uh, is is play this podcast uh, really loudly as evidence of the, the, how we are right and they're wrong. Um, oh, don't worry. I will be
0: well when I get up for work tomorrow morning, <laughs> and he's still asleep. I'll just like blast it on my phone in his ear, and that can be yeah, how he wakes correct. up. Just to make sure that um, he knows that he was wrong. Really yeah. get that point, just, point. I think I think
1: I think John's made a good call there. What he said it was harsh, but VAR yeah, wouldn't have overturned it. So it's his own fault for giving the a decision to make. I think that's that's kind of summarises it. up.
2: Perfectly. Well, I mean, he's paid the price, hasn't he? Because he's going to miss more than three games. He mm. might miss, you know. Eight nine months by the sound of things, so I mean it's not that's not great, and I know some of the arguments are being well, well he's injured himself because it was reckless. But my I was arguing back saying, well, did like Stephen Clemens um, injure himself when he did Eduardo, or like um, you know like what like with David Bust and stuff like that, like going back a, bit, a fair bit of time, the people who made those challenges um, didn't injure themselves, did they? I mean that's not. You know, it was it was daft. The pair of them have gone for a loose ball. The whole lad's bottled it last minute. He was going with his foot up as well, and then he's pulled his foot away. Embleton's caught him with the side of his leg, not his studs. And he's obviously landed awkwardly and done himself. So I just think and by the way, the referee, he should never ever have refereed ever again after the um terrible. after the goal score incident. So he should have been sacked immediately and removed from the refereeing board of you might have to provide called. some
1: context for some listeners of what that well, was. Stuart,
2: it's Stuart Atwell, isn't it? So I think you call him. Is that what he's called? I yeah. can't remember what he's called now. Yeah, but he did the he was a referee in the ghost goal incident. I think it was one of his. That it was games. Stuart Atwell.
1: So he's still a Premier League ref, isn't
2: he? No, maybe it isn't him then. I can't remember no, what I call Stuart him At- now. No, I can't remember what you call him.
0: And I thought it was him. I
1: might be. But he's a Premier no. League ref, that
2: well, if it is. Well, there you go. Just oh, well, We've done so, well. Yeah, so he, he was the um, ghost goal referee who awarded a goal to Reading against Watford um, just randomly when the ball, like, didn't even go over the line for a goal kick three yards wide of the post. Um, and it would look like it was cleared away and that you just pointed for a goal. Um, and it was known, and I think it might have been his first or second. It was, game, out well, yeah. it was, yeah. So, yeah, so basically, he should, should be sacked, in the words of Matthew Keeling, he should have been sacked immediately. Um, mm-hmm. and he should never have refereed another game of football ever again. but yeah. um, well, there's
3: moments in um, anyone's career in anyone's industry where you drop a ball at that big, that it's just like this career is not for you, and there's the door. And that was <laughs> that was the door, wasn't yeah. it? And like anything, referees are. Massively protected. Well,
1: actually, the you fact know, they're incredibly quite, assessed. Quite the opposite, because he actually just looking this now. Um, went on to be the youngest ever Premier League referee. After that,
2: there you go.
3: Rewarding failure.
2: <laughs> exactly. So you know that's what's happened. We've so, hit failures. So been something rewarded, that happened nearly ten
1: years ago, Gareth. Yeah,
2: yeah. We don't hold grudges at Wiseman's.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Sorry, just despite saying, it not I mean, being the game that involved us nearly yeah, ten I mean, years ago. Con-
2: it involved Joby mackenough I think it is, who's never off television.
1: Oh, now, yeah, so, he likes he likes to talk, doesn't
2: he? Yeah. Joby so,
0: Mowbray oh, well. also thought that it shouldn't have been a red, though, because in his post-match comments, didn't he say, I think the or was that the pen? I, I, I just saw a quote from him saying, like, um, I think the ref's going to feel really silly when he watches that back. And I,
2: I, <laughs> I mean, if you've got through that first incident, <laughs> this is a breeze, isn't it, really, to be fair? So he's probably <laughs> all right.
0: Probably doesn't feel silly yeah, at all. Yeah, but I think a, I, a I remember reading something as I was coming out of the ground about Mowbray saying like, he's going to feel silly when he watches that back. And I mean, I don't know that he's going to, I don't know that he's even going to watch it back, but I, I don't know that he feels silly, but I do think that it was something that potentially took more thought than he seemed to have. It felt like the second that that challenge went in and the second that um, it was just straight red there was no kind of question in his mind there was no sort of debate for him he seemed to just his hand was already in his pocket before embleton had even touched the ground and that for me was just a bit I don't know I might I might be completely like off well, the mark actually... there it might be like decisive but I just thought it was just a bit too quick for what has caused such a big debate against he, actually, he
2: actually got it and then he put it away again yeah so I don't know if he thought, "Oh, we'll give ourselves something in time." But then a whole is player went that... over to him, and the whole player went over to him, and he went, "You could, if you lip read him, he said, i 'I'm going to send him off.'"
0: So is it that he player... can't give him a red until he's actually leaving the field of play? Oh, I don't so know. because he was down and they were calling the thing on, is it that he can't actually like give him a red when he's on the floor? He has to be on his on his way off or at least able to leave the field immediately. That oh, that I, I might have it. just made up that rule completely. You might have um, done,
1: but it does sound plausible. It sounds logical, logical <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah, it? It does sound logical,
2: yeah. I mean, it would be a bit much, wouldn't it, getting in your face, like when you, like, you've like you snapped your leg and your ligaments I... and, then, and then, like, there's a man in your face. Yeah. Um, you, should like, you should actually wait until he's on the
1: treatment table and then come yeah. in and <laughs> <him>. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I so I <laughs> should wait until he gets into the... Uh... <laughs> When it wouldn't with a consultant where they put the X-rays <laughs> up and they just put a big red card on, the, uh, on the X-ray door. thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: I still haven't seen the photo that I really want to see, which I know must exist somewhere, of Embleton like with gas and air on the stretcher, with the ref stood behind him with the red <laughs> card. I, I haven't yet seen that, and it's got to, it's got to be somewhere. Um, so if anyone could send that to me on Twitter, that'd be that'd be really nice because I'd really like to. That'd make my Christmas if I could see that photo. <laughs> not that hate
1: mm-hmm. Embleton. i just think it'll be quite a good photo yeah. does he i mean emmel what what do we think i mean he's not hasn't maybe quite come to the party yet in terms of championship very important for some of the last season wasn't he um he'll be annoyed because he's 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 just he's, he's just got himself back on the team has not he he's you know generally being on the bench and he started the last two or three games now so these things tend to work out like that sometimes. He'll be annoyed about that. But potentially we need, re- we need to replace potentially now in January.
3: Well, bizarrely, he's featured in every game this year, hasn't he? Believe, mm. it or, believe it or not, it sounds like he's just been on the periphery, but he is featured in some way in every mm. game. Um, the biggest problem for him, I think, is he's a bit of a, a luxury player in, in our system, and that's doesn't really make it easy for him to get a start in place, especially when the likes of Patrick Roberts can't get in the
1: team. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it's still, could anybody really say what kind of player he is? Definitely. Like what, what is his, what will be his full-time position? Cause you know, it's, he, he's been a bit of everywhere. He's, he's he's floated about in the 10 role. He's been wide, right. He's been wide left. He's played further back and played quite well at times, further back, you know, to possibly, is he going to be an alternative to Dan Nail, for example, still, hasn't really established any uh, anything along those lines. So it would be a shame for him that he's not gonna get to run the team, but like I say, potentially somebody else will need to replace now. Uh, the other big real main thing that we, we we can talk about was our boy Ross coming back. Um wonderful finish, wasn't it? Because um I actually seen the I didn't see the goal live. So I'd I'd, I'd come in to see um a replay of it and didn't and didn't, you know know what he'd done at the time and when you see him get on the end of the through ball you expect him to lift the ball over the top of the, key, the keeper the keeper expects that because he jumps up and that's just some composure on your first game back just to make it look so easy and just and, and, and roll it in and it's uh, that was a really welcome sight wasn't it to see Ross Stewart back
0: there was a really interesting feeling in the crowd when he got on the end of that ball and it was almost like i know he had those two defenders with him but he was almost like one on one with the keeper because everyone was kind of holding their breath but at the same time we've seen him score very similar goals time and time again he's quite good when he's when he's one on one with the keeper when he can when he can just like dink it round dink it under like he he does score that goal so it was all like is he going to do it but of course we know he's going to do it. And it was, yeah, it was, it was an absolute like moment of euphoria is the only way to describe it. Really. The, the crap, like the, the, the people around us just went mental. There were people going over seats, like just everyone absolutely lost their minds. Um, and I think because it had been, I don't want to say a boring game. Cause obviously we'd had a penalty and uh, like man sent off before that point, but it had been quite like a right, a slog Right, this is going to end nil nil. I think about two minutes before that goal went in, I'd said, "Right now, nah, I'm 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 done. Like this is this is just going to end nil nil. What's the point in having come down?" And then obviously Stuart decided to prove me wrong. But it was almost like a moment of relief when he when he went through and he, he put that goal in the back of the net because I think everyone had just had a bit of a like down moment and then they'd gone, "Oh no, we're still in this. We can still do this." And it, it was just a collective kind of oh my God moment, I guess.
1: Mm. And um, put, put some extra quid on his <laughs> <laughs> what is value, possibly. Give, give us a prediction as to whether we think he's going to leave in January. Not how about that? How about that for something a little bit different? Yes, go he around. You think he'll leave in January? Yeah, I do, yeah. Mm. Interesting. John?
3: I have big concerns he's going to leave. um I just feel maybe that they'll drag this out and it might go to the contract extension, but it's, it's really hard, you know, Ross, Ross Stewart's saying little things that suggest is encouraging. And see Speedman's given his corporate line and giving you the, the kind of wider story around um, the kind of the project and the vision and everything. But part of me thinks that they, the lure of the, the, the bird in the hand, the money will be too much for them. And they they it's 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 a perfect time for them to showcase what this model can produce. It's a lot of money. But unless unless we get someone equally as good or better with that money, then it, it's a massive step backwards. I mean just the confidence at how he put that ball in after being out for three and a half months and ten minutes on into the game to put away the way he did just shows you how good he is. And how important he is to us. I mean, we go down to 10 men and you bring him on as a straight swap for Ellis Sims. who's a very good footballer. Ross Stewart can come on. He'll do the job of two players for the last half an hour there. um, Split the centre backs, run them ragged, come deep for the ball. And I I don't know if there's a a player in our budget out there at the moment at championship level. I really don't. And that's my worry. Yeah. No, I agree. We're not going to replace him. Like,
2: that's not, that's not if we're going to get into like the whole model thing that's not they don't want to replace him do they what they want to do is get somebody who could be as good as him in 3 years time and then sell him that's what they want like that's the model so just get used to it I, you, I,
1: you're
2: not going re- to replace him i, 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 I,
1: like that. I don't know if the 3 years is a bit is a bit of a stretch. They, they'll they'll go for somebody who you know they won't go for somebody who, who's over the age of 24 and already established and replace him that way directly but they will They'll have in their mind that they're going to bring somebody who's going to score the same amount of goals. I would have thought in their oh. mind how <laughs> how how realistic that might be. I'm sorry, but a, 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 player, who scores, a player who scores a player who could potentially score twenty
2: goals in the championship doesn't cost ten million. No, He costs, he costs uh, probably now probably upwards of fifteen. Preaching the convert of oh. here, I, I
1: agree.
2: But just saying, get UCI like not to be brutally honest, just get UCI. you ain't going to be replaced? You were replaced with potential, not not the finished product, and that could go either way and this is what it's going to be like there's going to be ups and downs in this whole thing the the issue you've got is if you the lad you replace him with doesn't doesn't get off the best start and the problem is people will hold him against stewart they won't say oh well the slate's clean we've started again this is the thing about the model and the process and all this people don't people are happy with elements of it
1: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: But yeah, well, that's what we'll do. We'll sell them. But then still, there won't be like, oh, but the lads, he's starting from day one, who's coming in. You know, they'll expect, like we were talking about, somebody who's as good as Ross Stewart. And you just aren't going to, just. I mean, to be fair, that's a, that's a high bar, isn't it, really? Um, somebody close to, Somebody who's as good as him would would be decent, but if we got somebody, I'd, I'd be expecting someone half as good as him. To be honest,
1: mm-hmm. Eleanor, do you think he'll be around till the summer at least, or longer?
0: I think he'll stay till the summer, but I think it'll go in summer. I, I I know I know he's proven goal scorer at this level. I know that he's um he's done really well up until this point, but I think there's something to be said for the fact that he, he probably can't play ninety minutes yet he is just coming back from injury and I wonder whether kind of clubs are going to give him a a longer time before they then go in for him. I'm not saying that there won't be clubs that come in for him in January, Mm -hmm. but I wonder whether some of the kind of higher spenders and the people who would have paid more for him, which realistically is, is what, what our leadership are looking for, isn't it? It's someone who's going to pay kind of, above and beyond for him they want to make money on him I wonder whether they're gonna they're gonna just hold off until the end of the season and see whether he can continue this and he can when he gets back to full fitness, whether he's he's still where he is. I mean, that might be just what I'm telling myself. But that's, um, no, that's no, what my, that's, that he doesn't go. But That's
1: what my instinct was always telling me as well, because he's been out for a while. People want to come in and just say, actually, let's just give him a bit longer in the championship to make sure he can do it. But then I also know how people panic in January. And I think the fact he's come and scored instantly off the bench might make some people go, oh, <laughs> go, go and get him. Go and and if, get you're, him now. if
2: you're a bottom eight Premier League club, and he is available for £10 million. You interim if you need a striker. Because £10 million now is like Not in the Premier, the Premier League, League it's yeah. like a million pounds in the Championships, nothing. So you might as well. You might as well go, well, we'll, we'll buy him for £10 million. If he scores five goals and we stay up, then it's been worth every penny. I think if they're talking about 10 I know there's been like that, that's the, the price that, that's been floated. If you're a bottom of Premier League club, geez, it's it's an absolute no-brainer. Like if you've watched, by anyone, so yeah, not them. <laughs> other what the other ones? I don't know. I can't even remember who's in the bottom of the Premier League now. Forgot. Bournemouth off. or someone like that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that... how much? How much should uh, Bournemouth <laughs> pay for Kiefer Moore? I, mean, I, I really like him as a player. I think he's he's decent, but I don't know how much to pay for him from Cardiff. And I, he, he nearly went to Wolves, didn't he? And then. He had a bit of, he only, I think he only scored one or two goals for, for Carter for a little while. And then, um, and then I think Bournemouth took him. Um,
3: spent a lot on Solanke as well. Yeah. So if you look at the people, the strikers he's competing against in that division like Yokarez and Brayton Diaz, Josh Sargent, Joe Yates, Oliver Burney, Jay Rodriguez, they're all going to be £15 million pound plus strikers. Do you think? i, I, I think I, I genuinely think that and i think i think this, they, they played Premier. Silly. they other than yates they were, um bri but Britton Diaz is international they they play Premier League and so he in that commodity he's he's you know you're not gonna replace him with one of the best strikers in the division you're just gonna you're just gonna lose him for what is probably a conservative amount of money if it is say ten million because he, he only, he's fresh to the championship, but he's already proven that he's more than he can How much would you how much would you spend kind on kind
2: Sims if they were willing to sell him? So you got ten million pound in the pot.
3: Well, say Everton, to name a club, bought Ross Stewart. I'd be wanting. I'd be wanting.
1: I've heard rumours that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard <laughs> big rumours, but, be, uh...
3: but so I'd be wanting Broadhead and Sims. That would be how old is Broadhead? 24, 20,
2: 20, 20,
1: 24 Some twenty. I think like he was twenty three when he was with us. So he must be about twenty four. Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, I yeah. wouldn't be. I wouldn't. If if you were going to say it was now, we'll have to sell Ross Stewart. You're going to get some money and Sims and Broadhead. I could probably stomach it because it's. But well, Sims has w- played even. more
3: championship oh, football than Ross Stewart. He
2: played he, last season for Blackpool, didn't he? Blackpool? No, he didn't, no. He was at oh, it was Hearts past. last year. He was a Blackpool, before, it was at
3: Blackpool before Hearts, wasn't he? Um, yeah, or when, or they got one, one, when they got promoted yeah, from League One.
2: but I know like Sims has a detractors, but I would say Sims, if you're talking about the positive aspects of the model or the process or whatever you want to call it, I would say he is the ideal candidate um, in terms of you, you're bringing somebody in there who's got so much potential i mean he's got there's elements of his game he needs to work on obviously but he's got his in, his intelligence is is running um in terms of off the ball not, not not talking about herring after loose balls and you know scaring defenders trying to like block things i'm talking about his intelligence off the ball his movement the things that, the way he moves defenders around the way he picks up spaces his finishing I mean, he scored what six goals this season. Um, and he was—you he remember—he had no pre-season because he was injured. And then he he got fit, wanted signed for us, really. Um, and then he's been injured for, you know, unluckily with that toe injury for for a little while. So I would say, I, I would agree with you, John, and in, in that if that was a deal that was on the table, I would. And we had to sell Ross Stewart. I would, I would take that, and then at least we know. And I think Broadhead, you know, it would give us a, a different dynamic and option in that sort of forward area. He's somebody who can drop deep if he wanted to. If you wanted to go to the three at the back, and you wanted to play two up, he would kind of almost be like. Sort of not an out, an out and out forward. He would he would be somebody who would be slightly deeper and sort of run around off Sims. Um, but yeah, I mean whether that would happen or not, I mean it's not it's it's not like beyond the realms of possibility at all. I mean he's only at Wigan on loan,
3: but... <clears throat> and who aren't paying their players regularly. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I, to be honest, I think like that that would be more palatable than banking the money. The whole amount, and then just trying to find somebody.
1: Mm, we'll see. It's an interesting one. I've always thought I had heard that. I told you, I heard that rumor ages ago. Whether that's you know, don't know how I that is. Brighton it strike me as a club who would go for somebody like Ross Stewart as well, because um, like you say, ten million quid, relatively cheap, and they think, well, if he does well for us, we'll flog him on for triple that in a couple of years, and they can't operate in that model in a way themselves. Don't they? Well, I mean,
2: really, with Stewart, you forget. He's what twenty seven? Is he no, twenty seven,
1: twenty eight? Twenty seven, was... I thought. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: he was 20... about twenty four when he came to.
2: I Earth? think he was twenty five, maybe. He was around that, yeah. So what? He's going to be. A look. He must be it's twenty six. He's twenty six. Okay, so really, he needs he needs a move, like now, doesn't he? If we don't, if he's not going to get promoted with us, and he wants to play in the Premier League. He needs to move he needs to move, doesn't he?
1: Oh, right, Gareth, well. God.
2: Well, he does, but, but like... Speakman rubbing from a, his hands. No but, from a football, but no, but from a footballer's perspective, if you want to play in the Premier League, um, and he's 26, and he's in the form of his life, because and he is in the form of his life, because he was in a regular scorer in Scotland, you know, in the Scottish Championship in Premier League before he signed for us. So I think he only had one in 15 for um, was St. Mirren, is what we signed him from, wasn't it?
3: Ross County, uh, Ross County,
2: yeah. So he only, had, I think he only had one in fifteen when we signed him. I think we're all going well, and he'd been playing more wide and stuff like that. We're going well. Who's this guy? I mean, it seems a bit of a strange one. And I like, put from day one, like I know a few of the lads, kind of we had disagreements about that as well. But you could see he had something, um, and he's been phenomenal. He's been like a real pleasure to watch. Like when you go to the game, he's someone sounds like a good boys. guy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's but it's been true. a pleasure. But it has it's been like, lovely. But he's got like I'm. I'm. I'm just getting used to the idea that you know I'm. I'm from. If you stay <laughs> till the summer, I'll be pleased. But it's just a shame that we kind of now, in a way, a bit of a. You know, at what point in this model are you? Uh, it's a fine line between. Progress and development, isn't it? And we're kind of are we going to progress under this model, or we're just going to become a development club who buy players, bring players in, and hopefully move them on when they've done, you know, performed well, and then sell them, and then buy other others of the same ilk. Or is it going to change at some point where they're like, well, we do want to get promoted now, actually, so we better buy some equivalents. Um, it's just a it's just a funny thing. I mean, on the Embleton thing, I know. Going, but I guess Mishu is now really like if you'd be looking at him now, then wouldn't you? That's what they'll do. They'll say, Well, we've brought him in, this is his chance to fill that gap. I mean, we've seen little or nothing of him because for whatever reason, um,
0: what we have has been, iffy. Yeah, he's
2: been, yeah, he's looked a bit lightweight, hasn't he? Um, but his PSG mayb-
0: shin pads,
2: but mate, yeah, but maybe he-, he could be somebody who could do what Embleton does because the. the- Discussion was when he signed. He's a player who likes to get on the front foot rather than a sort of like a player who sits in front of the back four. Think, think we would have seen more, more of them
1: by now if they thought he was ready to do
2: that. Well, a bit apparently he's been injured for the vast majority of the time he's been here, hasn't he? So with an injury that he doesn't they, doesn't nobody seems to know what it is, and they don't know if he's going to be okay or not for the next game. So it's all a bit strange that that one. I mean, people were kind of going on like, "Would sign this." International soup potential international soup.
1: Nicholas Medina vibes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Tom Peters. Yeah. Um yeah. I
1: mean Some very younger listeners won't know who
2: those people. Yeah. Are. Peter Reed's Pete Reed's um Speakman like Splurge, which is Kim Heiselberg, Tom Peters. But
1: Medina was meant to be the one, wasn't he? he Bucky, was
2: Bucky Mercer
1: Him and Julio were in the Argentina. Well, they're in a World Cup winning team or something. They're on the, the U- one, the, one Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics, yeah, yeah.
2: In there, the one the Olympics, isn't it? Mm. and um, and then
1: they were saying, "Oh, Arga's good, but Miss Medina is the captain, and he's meant to be the superstar." Didn't even play for the first. Yeah, game, well, he did it?
2: guide us to a three-two extra time win over um Bolton in the third round of the FA Cup.
1: Oh well, there you go. I can't even remember him playing for the first team. To be honest,
2: yeah, yeah he played in that game. I think Proctor scored in that game. Actually, there you go. I, Knowledge. Indeed.
1: Yeah, you go, indeed.
2: Sure. Yeah. Indeed. Um, you said indeed at the end, so that just confirmed we'll, everything. We'll have to true. just um,
1: drop a break in earlier on, Gareth, as well, like we did No, nah, just, I'm just going not going to bother. Just going all school. We'll just let. We'll just surprise people when it just pops no.
2: up. Watch the breaks Those the lottery, moment.
1: I'm sorry, I, if you've you <laughs> got to sit through one of those lottery adverts, they are terrible, aren't they? You can skip it if you want, like. Mm.
2: Now Damn. TV, that, that, that sometimes uh, get them so yeah
0: mine's the ones for the local doctors what is it that like <laughs> local le- doctor le- levy is it called le- it's something about how like you can now like see local doctors online like through facetime they're now available in your local area and then at the end it says you should input your postcode to check whether they actually are available in your local area
2: <laughs> Yeah, doctors <laughs> available
1: in your local I think area It just seems to be lottery adverts to me the whole time some Is it incredible.
0: targeted? Is it targeted, yeah. I don't well that's
1: I don't really gamble, so I'm guessing not. I don't know.
0: I know and I don't Google doctors a lot. So. <laughs>
1: well <laughs> maybe you're Googling symptoms ever all the time.
2: You've been ill a lot recently. <laughs> maybe you're talking about it going, on, oh, not being very well I'm <laughs> think, have, not feeling very yeah, well. I've been Your phone's picked it up. And, yeah. Picking it up and uh
1: <laughs> Well, we did we didn't really have time to squeeze in Christmasy and everybody can finish by telling us what their favorite Christmas film is I guess and that's festive Christmas film.
2: I thought you yes. were talking about Christmas game.
1: I oh, know, but then we're going to go on and on, we haven't got the time for you, got that'll to be will just Yeah, you know, maybe maybe later on over the Christmas period we'll drop oh. a we'll drop a favorite festive period games thing or something.
2: Favorite Christmas film. Yeah. What you what what tell you what do you favorite Christmas film and also favorite Christmas film, Christmas special and most overrated Christmas film that everybody else loves. Mm. There you go. Sounds bash, like you've already thought about this. No, I haven't. I've just thought of it now. As you Christmas,
1: Christmas special is in like a series. Yeah, like a series. Out. Yeah. Um, well, Christmas. The best Christmas film is Home Alone Two. Still agreed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why? Everyone goes ever. to Home Alone Two because it's better. Yeah. Because, because it's the because the first York. they give you the backstory on the first one. They don't need to waste time doing any of that. You understand. Perfectly, the dynamics of who he is, what happened. It's happened no, the better. wet bandits the sticky bandits. It's clearly <laughs> it's, it's, it's better. It's better. It, it, but it's better. It improves on the first one because it's got the because it's got the creative license to do it. Because as I okay. said, there's nothing. It, you just not need to create that backstory. So the audience already are fully aware of what's going on. You don't need it. it's need waste any time on that. And it's better for it because it adds, it adds the little subplot of the the. Um, the hotel accrued, isn't it, which is just, you know, Tim Curry's yeah, Tim, Tim Curry, yeah, really outstanding, great, outstanding in it, isn't yeah, he?
2: Is so good. good. Yeah, it's very it's funny.
0: So good. I've That's... never seen Home Alone 2.
1: My oh, God. Oh, no. My it God. is
2: really good, to be fair. Like seen Home
0: Alone 1, or just Home Alone. Yes, Home Alone 1, Home Alone. Um, But I've never seen Home Alone 2. And isn't that like a third one as well? Uh, well
1: do not. Yeah, yeah, it don't, it, no, it doesn't. Brought it's brought a third and fourth one out that had completely different Writing team actors and everything. So, I've never watched them when I won. Well, that that's on that's on your to-do list, and um, Elena, I watched yeah. that. Um, you that doing
0: Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm in. I'm in school till Thursday, so I'll just stick it on in one of my yeah. lessons later. On I day. do. I haven't.
2: I haven't watched a Christmas film yet this year. Watch oh some Christmas God, specials, but I've never, never. I've watched a Christmas film. My, I think my favorite Christmas film is probably National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Yeah. So I, that would be mine. Directed by the same man who um, directed um, Home Alone, Chris Columbus, and right. so he never worked with Chevy Chase ever again. Discovered America,
3: as I think. He did, yeah. <laughs> <it> is, yeah. <laughs>
2: but he so, said he never worked with uh, Chevy Chase ever again because he was an awful, awful man, which is a bit oh, sad, really, because really, the yeah, uh, didn't know that such a great, like such a great film. I think the, the, mm. the vacation films generally, but yeah, Christmas vacation I think is my favorite Christmas film.
1: Right. So, Eleanor, know. what's your?
0: Mine, because my family have a tradition of every Christmas Eve night, we watch a Christmas Carol, and we watch different versions because there are just hundreds of different versions. So my yeah. the to Muppet be. Christmas
3: Carol will be the one you're thinking. I'm sure
0: it's it's not it's not. Although I do love <laughs> the Muppet Christmas Carol, it is one of my favorites. But I'm going to go a bit more abstract. There's an Albert Finney version from like 1970 where they've turned the whole thing into a musical and there's this this moment where like albert finney's like marching down the street singing thank you very much and actually everyone in the film is just like celebrating that he's dead cuz he's he's playing scrooge and they're all happy that he's dead and he thinks they're all celebrating his life but actually but it is it, it's a fantastic version of a christmas carol i think it's co- actually called scrooge but yeah it's from like 1970 and it's a musical of a christmas carol and it is it brings me so much joy on Christmas Eve. I oh, absolutely love it. So that's I my favorite Christmas. I don't song.
1: think I've seen that one. I don't know if we've got time to go all oh, the stuff with Garfunkel, but we can. The special we can go for. Scrooge. Have we you
2: sc- have you seen? Have Scrooge made it into that list? Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, that, that is of great. I have seen that
0: one. Yeah, struggle. There's one with Kelsey Grammer as well. Yes, which I can't I've, remember the name it, of, but yeah. that's another really good version of a Christmas carol.
1: Mm.
2: It uh, goes out with us from Hartlepool, Kelsey Grammar.
1: Yeah, he does. Um, Christmas special. Um, I'm just going to get in there first so that people can't think I'm copying. Nobody can. Surely everybody's going with Mr. Bean. Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean.
3: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, that is great Chris, with a Christmas, like, Christmas. Christmas is in. not Christmas. Christmas is not
1: Christmas until you watch Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Uh, so th- it, it gets better as a I, mean, I, said, I think it's sandwich. I love the bit ways in Harrods and, and doing all that. My kids love that scene so much. Um, mm-hmm. But then um, the bit ways in, ways in his house and, and preparing for Christmas and stuff. Um, no spoilers for people who haven't watched it, but the, the Christmas present he gives his girlfriend and that scene is just sensational comedy. Brilliant. Come on then, somebody else dive in. Come on then. Go on,
0: John. I'll go with Gavin uh, and Stacey. Uh, I'll, I'll, yes. I'll just say Gavin and Stacey, the original one, not the one that came out. Yeah. How many? That's the, just um, always, always going to be because we had it on. We had it on video. We had it on v- VHS, wow. and I used to like while my mum used to do the Christmas decorations. I used to put that in and watch it on VHS. So Gavin and Stacey Christmas special.
1: Another one's just yeah, popped in my head. What I think Gareth might say. So I'll say I do kind of agree if it's one I'm thinking of. Who's John going next? Gone
3: yeah. Um I'm a big Fools and Ortiz fan, so I'd easily pick any one of those, to be honest. Um it's the one uh, of them. Uh, or, oh. Nineteen mm. ninety two, Miami twice, double two parter. It's not very Christmassy, but it's um always, always a good watch. Or the one in 96.
1: Is that the one with Batman and Robin? What year was that? No, 96, the trilogy, when it was supposed to finish
3: and then they kicked the arse out of it a few years later. But that's quite (laughs) good um, as well. But it's not Christmas about fools and horses for me. I think it's part of our our DNA as Brits
1: to watch one. Can I predict what you are going to say, Gareth? Go on then. Are you going to say the office Christmas special?
2: No, 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 that (laughs) is good
3: though.
1: Mm. I I watch more Christmas
2: specials, I would say, than films, but I I would say top... Grouping Father Ted, <laughs> without doubt. Um uh, The Blackadder, which is really great. Honorable mention for Men Behaving Badly Christmas special, an underrated Christmas special in my opinion.
1: It's alright. Yeah, I
2: dig that. You'd have to dig that out from the somewhere. piano. Saying is good. Oh, unbelu- that is. Unbelievable when when Martin Clunes walks in and starts yeah. singing with his love yeah. in his face. It's
1: that's the best thing about that Christmas special, that little scene. Oh well,
2: unbelievable, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, lots of great Christmas specials. There was another one that I was thinking of that I can't. Oh, oh the new sofa, the royal family Christmas special, the new sofa where knees and Dave's <laughs> dinner, and uh, Dave's parents come around with the um, the reclining sofa and the rhubarb wine and all that. Dave's Christmas buyout. Or oh, like Dave's business buyout, sorry, where he buys a van of his mate and all that kind of thing. However, the way they treat the turkey all through that episode means I can't eat anything while I'm watching it because it makes me feel physically sick.
1: So,
2: well, yeah, quite there quite a lot go. of specials you went for there in the end. Yeah, I know, yeah, just by summarising quite quickly. So yeah, I can't indulgent that. Well, yeah, yeah, it was indulgent, um, yeah. Like, to, like a box to... of like a box of chocolates that you've bought, um a roses or a quality street. Or uh, um celebrations, on a miniature here, yeah. or something very indulgent as you sit on the sofa and uh, consume them.
1: Well, lots to dabble with there if you haven't watched uh, some of those. Um, I was going to start going on, you know, We haven't got time really. So, got time. It's d- know, that's a different it's, podcast. Cause isn't it's, it, really? cause it's, yeah, because there's all sorts of films. People where will you think, be where them, you think it's not really? It's not really Christmas at all anywhere. But you know, it's like Back to the Future for example used to always be on a Christmas, and my kids my kids watched that for the first time ever the other night. And I forced them to watch it, and they didn't want to, and, and they really loved it. So there you go, there you go. Well, the right. great film.
2: Did you know that they didn't um, Disney didn't buy um, Back to the Future to make because the theme was too adult because it was um, based on incest, the main storyline. So they uh, <laughs> they were like, we can't we can't produce this film. It's 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 about incest.
0: What Incest a lovely is exclusively Christmas to end on there.
2: Yeah, so there you go. <laughs>
0: There'll
2: be people now screaming at this, going, why haven't you talked about Hull's missed penalty enough?
0: Oh, which like was that. terrible. Worst penalty I've ever seen. There you go. Spoken about
1: it. Yeah, there you go. But it's boring. <laughs> I it, forgot about it's it, be honest. it. It's boring. it's Tuesday. So, you know, there's been content out now where there's been reactions to the match and stuff, really. Yeah. It was probably just, you know, going over the whole 90 minutes and analysing all that in full detail, wasn't it? So uh, we haven't even looked ahead of the match. Next match, no idea if Matt uh, and Tom will planning. I wouldn't have thought there would
2: be. There's still um, four tickets available, to squeeze it in. There's not much time Thursday to squeeze night. it in. By the way, if you if you're in the north east area, um, you can uh, come down to Port Independent on Thursday night to um the From the Terraces live podcast, um, and all the proceeds are going to the um fund to help Fear Fantaro. So if you sort of look for from the terraces um, podcast on Twitter or go to Port Independent, you can buy tickets through there, six pound each. I think still, I say there's about four left or something. So you know, i would be twenty four pounds in the in the coffers and I'm sure there'll be opportunities to donate on the night as well. So if you're in the area and you fancy it, get along, it'll be canny. Yep.
1: Yeah. Go to Fifth Fight for Faith Twitter page. Yeah. If you I can't like,
2: make it, just donate some money. Yeah. It should be nice.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, hope you all have a great Christmas. Might see might see some of your Boxing Day. Might not. We'll see. Um, it, it
2: depends on the prescription that comes through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it depends if it's at night. It depends if it's dark,
2: <laughs> and you're driving. Is that why you got stuck behind that park car that time, Stephen? Do well, <laughs> you <doing> those glasses? <laughs> oh yeah. D- yeah! I mean, I wish I brought that up at the start. Now we can't really talk about. Nah, that. No, I haven't got time. Yeah, we haven't uh, got time. Have you not?
1: Know. Uh, you know. i got at, to have uh,
2: At uh, Goldie uh, WMS, ask him, uh, <laughs> ask yeah. him about the yeah. park. Because t- Twitter incident. followers
1: used to be like 9,000, now it's 60 or something. Um, Not uh, a bit or anything. No, no, to be honest, I'm, I'm loving it. I prefer it that way. Um,
2: well, don't follow him, just at him and say, tell us about the yeah. uh, park car hey, incident.
1: I can laugh myself. I volunteered that story, remember. Right. I'm glad you did. Okay. It's (laughs) up there with the McCoys, to be fair. (laughs) Right. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you all have a great Christmas.